Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just One Thing. Today we are going to talk about gratitude, but gratitude in a very unique way. Uh, I know you just wrote a newsletter to some of your clients and friends and acquaintances about using gratitude, very specifically in this case about dealing with some of the mental baggage that accumulates with COVID virus and the lockdown and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, why don't you just sort of elaborate on sort of the gist of that newsletter how gratitude can help, and then we can maybe explore that a little further. Okay. Well, what made me think of it was so many people that I'm either observing on Facebook or I'm talking to with, you know, on phone or Zoom or things like that um, are expressing, you know, frustration. Like, I I want to get out, but I can't. We wanted to take a vacation. We're just going to take it anyway. Whatever whatever that thing is where there's this, I... I have to do something. Well, that seems to accumulate over time, and all of us is like, I can't stand I can't, it anymore. Right. I, I've got to go out. I'm going to the store. I'm, I'm going to whatever. a bar, right. restaurant, whatever it is. Right. I don't and care. Depending on where you live, that can be very dangerous right. and very threatening uh, and risky at this time. Right. Right. So, so in that, along that line, I was thinking about. Well, we're also both of us are doing the science of um, well-being through right. mm-hmm. Yale. And uh, one of the assignments is gratitude, that you're supposed to have yes. experience. Try to identify a couple things that you feel grateful, grateful for about every, every single day. day. For yeah. seven days, yeah, yes. Absolutely. And so that kind of tied in with, with uh, this week's assignment. And I was thinking about how I use gratitude, and I know gratitude is one of my, my strengths. I consider it a superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I think about gratitude, I think whenever... When frequently, I will not say always, but frequently, when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling frustrated, when I'm feeling angry, uh, a, a whole host of negative emotions, I almost uh, unconsciously, after I ride the wave of the negative emotion, right, sure, I, which is a skill that I urge everybody to learn how right, to do. Right, right. You got to sit with it and feel it. In fact, I've to have an aside here. I just read an article recently about people who experience a variety of emotions, bad emotions, good emotions, anger, sorrow, joy, whatever. They tend to be more resilient and actually emotionally healthier than people who who experience or allow themselves to experience fewer emotions. Right, right. And so I I, I allow, you know, I ride the tide, I allow it to be whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I will feel myself then sinking into a funk. Like okay. either either a down, like I'll be, oh my gosh, this is heavy, or mm-hmm. I'm just so angry, and then there's anger there. And what I tend to do all naturally, which this is a gift, I'll say I consider it a superpower, sure. is I think, well, like, what's the silver lining? Or what's the flip side of this? Right. Or what could I, what lesson could I learn so that this isn't the worst thing in the world that it feels like in this moment? And from that, I always get something positive. And mm-hmm. so it's easy for me to be grateful even for the bad experiences because it gives me a new perspective on something that I'm experiencing. Okay. Okay. And so as that it is really, a superpower. It is. Yeah. 
It is. So as it relates to COVID, though, I think if we can stop and be grateful for, and what I keep thinking about is, and, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, we're complaining about, oh my gosh, you know, this is so hard. We can't go where we want to go. Kids we can't, can't go to school. Kids, can't, kids, kids can't, go to, can't go to the restaurant. We can't do this. We can't do that. But, but there are very few of us in America that do not have our basic needs met. Our, our basic needs of basic food, basic clothing, basic housing, and and love. We've got somebody that us, cares. Most about, of us, I won't say all of us, but most of us, us have right. air, most of us have air conditioning. In air the conditioning, yeah. right? You might not have the pool this year, right? But you still got air conditioning, right? And so when you look at the things that we actually need, our basic needs are almost categorically met, and that we need to be grateful for in this time of stress and and confinement and restriction and anger and all of the ugly stuff. I think we need to pause and be grateful for the fact that our basic needs, because there are people that their basic needs are not being met. All over the world. Even in this country. And so I think if we can be grateful that our basic needs are met, I think it lessens that drive to whatever. I'm just going out. I'm just going to do whatever. I think when you can pause. Because that is driven by things I don't have. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Things that I want. It's driven by lack. Instead of uh, focusing on what I do have. And I like, uh, I, for whatever reason, instead of looking for gratitude, I always just use the term count my blessings. Right. Because my blessings are the same thing to right. me. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly the same. Yes. So that's basically what, what my newsletter was, was just this uh-huh. thought around, okay, well, if we really look at what are our basic needs, if our basic needs are met, then let, let's just pause. Sure. And, and, and I would say, you know, very few people have to deal with survival issues. Right. Food, shelter, clothing, clothing in America. You can even go further up that hierarchy of needs and to be grateful for family relationships, right. the ability that you have to talk on the phone with somebody. Right, right. Um, we are not isolated even though we may be isolated. And, you know, look for those kinds of things as well. And as we've talked about in past episodes, if you start looking for things yes. to be grateful for, looking for those blessings, right. they, they pop into mind much more readily. Yes. The more that you can think of those, the more you can appreciate those, you know, the more you're going to feel satisfaction with your life, the right. less you're going to be driven by that feeling of impatience right. that you've got to do something else. Right. Because, you know, as these, I'll call them waves or surges of coronavirus and lockdowns are going to continue for a while. You know, finding strategies to give you more patience, right? To keep you from putting yourself in at risk, at risk or in dangerous situations, is going to become more and more valuable. Right. And what I want to call them gains, but whatever mental strategies right. you right. can come up with to help you deal with that, you know, the better you're going to weather that. Well, the, and the better society as a whole, right, is going to weather all of this. Because if you can stay home, if you have the patience to curtail, minimize those exposures, and everybody does that. You know, the, the, the spread of the spread. disease will, will be much reduced. Right. Uh, and it may even die out in certain places if you right. do the right things. Right. And if this is a time, I would say, of where you don't feel particularly high stress over the disease for whatever reason, this is the perfect time to take on that new practice. Mm-hmm. Instead of, oh my gosh, now we're everybody, if, if should we be in lockdown again? Mm-hmm. It makes it much harder at that point to take on a new practice. So this is something to me, these kind of practices are far more... So, so talk to me a little bit about what different kinds of things... You said you write down a list at the end of the day of things that you are grateful for. Mm-hmm. What are some other things that people can do to sort of hone that gratitude muscle, that superpower that you have? Um, well, I think I think 
making no, just, just forcing yourself to pause mm -hmm. and think of something that you have to be thankful for. I think the other thing is when you pause and think of that, can you pause long enough to savor? Savor. I was, that was the actual, the actual, what was in my head. Um, because learning to savor yes. the good times, learning to savor the silver lining, learning to savor the moment. a lesson in a moment, learning to savor just the experience right. of a moment and enjoy it and recognize in the in the in the moment that you are enjoying it, the, the the reflection that I am savoring this. Right. This is truly wonderful, and why I'm savoring it. It's you know I, the, the the wind is like a caress on my skin. Right. The sun right. is just like. You know, a, a love pat from right. from God or whatever. Right. Whatever so, you want. Yeah. yeah. And and what are the feelings associated with that right. savoring? I think the more the more you add to that moment of relishing, mm -hmm. that moment of savoring, the the more it sticks with you, sure. and the more you feel it intrinsically. And I, and I would I'm going to equate that savoring to you know what we always urge when you do something well or you experience something good is to celebrate. Right. The savoring and the celebration, that's sort of the same thing, yes. the same yes. set of, of feelings and mental processes to sort of embed that moment, embed that feeling in your consciousness. Yes. And the more you do that, the more you practice that, the more easily yes. it comes to you and the more it reinforces finding those good things, finding those gratitudes. And it really does a lot to just change your attitude towards your life and, yes. and your overall sense of well-being. Yeah. Um, on that note, uh, in this course that we're taking, I, they, they did a, a visual and, a, mm -hmm. and a, lots of statistics and, and data, which I love. Um, but they were talking about frequently people will say that, well, happiness is either genetic or it's it's whatever is life circumstances. Life circumstances. Like, we, like if, if you're in the middle of a war, you've had a horrible car accident right. on the bad side, or on the good side, if you won the lottery, or right you, something like that. Right. That you think, well, that's going to make me happy, or that's going to make me sad. Right. And what the what the research shows is that fifty percent of happiness is genetic. So fifty percent of us might be born naturally happy. Fifty percent of us might be born glass half empty. Eeyore. Right, right. <laughs> you got Eeyore, you got Pooh Bear, or you know Tigger. Um, but here's the interesting numbers to me. Ten percent is experiential. Those life experiences. So that that is that is a ten percent given. Ten percent is small. The bigger number to me that is so impactful is forty percent. The forty percent that's left is mindset. Mindset. Lessons you've learned, um, intention, right, and, and pursuing and practicing those things that can make you right. happier, more optimistic. Whatever. Right. So that means that you have forty percent ability, right. which is a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. So even if you think, well, I'm just a person that's naturally sad. Okay, part of you is so, that. So way. that means if you're born an Eeyore. Right. You might be able to become a rabbit or even a poo. Poo, right. <laughs> or if you're a poo, you can become a tigger. <laughs> tigger. Right. You know, it's it's not it is not outside of your realm right. of possibility just because you were born this way. Right. Um, but it requires intention. It requires absolutely. noticing, it requires practicing and, and doing things yes. to make it so. Yes. Yes. Very and this definitely. and this gratitude, recognizing gratitude, savoring it is exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. And so what kind of what did you what was your point that your thought that you had on this topic? I was just uh, you know, I think finding this like anything that happens to you, there's probably some good that can be found in it. Even if it's a horrible thing, the recognition that wow, I survived this, and, and thinking, right. well, how did I survive it? What are the things that I did that allowed me to get through that right. are things that you can then build on. And that's the silver lining, the lessons learned. Right. And so even things that you, you 
perceive as horrible, like, you know, being at home right. and being stuck here. It seems like it's awful. But if I think, well, I'm really learning how to better deal with my emotions. I'm learning right. how to deal with impatience. I'm learning how to be with that for most of the time. I'm learning how dis to distract myself better and find things to do that are useful or purposeful um, when I'm feeling that impatience. So, right. you know, you can find those kinds. And then you can be grateful for the fact right. that... I noticed this, I found a strategy around right. it, and I've gotten practiced at it, so I'm a little bit better at right. it. So, right. you know, those are the kinds of things that uh, that you can do. And I think always looking for those silver linings, those blessings, is something that uh, becomes, a, becomes a habit. Yes, um, yes. You know, I will admit, I don't know whether it's because I was trying to avoid disappointment or whatever it was, but I very early on became somebody that I could find a the blessings in just the small things that uh -huh, occurred every uh -huh. day, like a flower blossoming or, right. or a bird flying across the yard. And I tended to try to find a way through and around things that were distressing right. um, and right. try to find something good out of those. And right. so, you know, something that I've just sort of naturally practiced over the years and it's become almost second nature. Right, to me. right. Well, it and, does. And, and people, like I said, well, you're just looking at life through rose-colored glasses. Well, okay. And I'm like, thank God. Right, why not? <laughs> my life is great. <laughs> Right. Like, like I, I broke my foot. Oh, you must be so sad. Oh, no, because Actually, not, look how good I am on my crutches. I can balance, you know, like it's parallel bar. Well, I get two days to sit and watch cartoons, you know? Exactly, right, exactly. Yeah. And I just sort of naturally do that. And I think, right. you know, I may have had more than my fair share of that attitude right. to begin with, but I've really taken the intention and tried to right. to build on that and make it a strength. And I think it, it has become one. Yes. Not that I'm not anxious about things, but right. I... Right, and not that not, I'm not, we're not saying you're not sad. No, we're not saying you can't be that. angry. I mean, I'm, yeah. we are experiencing all of those emotions Absolutely. all of the time. We, we have a hard time. We know, are having a hard time navigating. Many days of the week. Yes. But you have to you find things that, okay, I, I'm feeling down. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling angry. What am I grateful for right now? Right. I can find something. Right. And that sort of counters that and kind of goes away. It dissipates it evaporates right. into the air, right. which is what we're looking for. And right it now. stockpiles. It yeah, stockpiles. Right. You come to recognize that there, even when something bad happens, the pile of good stuff is much bigger. Right. But if you don't look for it, it's not there. It's hard to find. And you are going to find and the if, bad and stuff. And if you have a poor me attitude and you tend to embrace that and hone that, that's what you're It's missing. not going to happen. So Yeah. Well, anyway, that's enough of using gratitude to deal with today's situation. I thank you for that idea today. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to say that if you are looking for health and fitness coaching, look at bradsterns.com. My book is available on Amazon if you're looking to build muscle, which many of us are. Um, I will say that. Okay. And you can find me at lisasterns.com. And I help women business owners uh, put stressless success into their lives. Uh, and say that again. Say that three times. <laughs> stressless success. Stressless success. Nice. Um, I like that. Yeah, because I, 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 I believe that you can have a successful, strong business without having the stress that people associate, awesome. uh, you know, cool. coming along with that. Um, and we are launching kind of a new project. Yeah, so it's not available yet, but look for us very soon on mindfulliving.today. And uh, we are going to be pivoting our coaching and our various podcasts and writings and worksheets and all kinds of things. It's going we'll to be a collective of both of our so. works. Until next time, this has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.